want to thank you, uh, Pastor Tracy and John Eckert and uh, Mr. House people here. Let me open my Bible first. It's a really an honor to be here with you this uh, evening, and uh, I just drove from Canton, Texas, <laughs> and uh, this morning I was in Canton, Texas area. I had uh, a friend uh, and couple uh, friendship for a long time, and uh, and then uh, I drove in about uh, two thirty or so. I was able to come here. I mean, come to. Uh, Richardson and uh, went to the house where I'm staying with uh, Mama Linda Nicholas. Uh, she's not here. But uh, so great to be here and thank you for your warm welcome and uh, you have so uh, so graciously invited me, uh, Sister Tracy and uh, your leadership and the church and deeply thankful and grateful to you. We have some sisters here who have been to India and uh, I'm so thankful they are here with uh, in this place. And uh, uh, Sister Becky, Sister Sanju Didi, and Mary, our sister Mary is here. And Shelly White here? Shelly is not here. But they have been there for ministry purpose in Silvery. Um After the service, if you would like to get our newsletter um, and, and, and then to want to know where our ministry is going uh, and, uh, and would like to know in the future uh, uh, and, and pray for us, I would be very honored to have your names. And Sister Becky will help you. Sanju Didi is there also. They will help you to get your email addresses. And you can get the newsletter. I think Sister Becky has printed some newsletter. You can have them. Uh, I was praying and uh, for tonight, uh, and uh, I just want to pray again and ask the Lord to release the word. Uh, uh, and uh, that, that, that the Lord would work, he will work in his own way tonight uh, in us and, and among us and through us. Amen. So, uh, uh, let's pray. Lord, I thank you. I thank you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the only Savior and the Lord of the universe. I give you glory and honor and praise. As I stand before your people and I stand before you, I pray, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, just wash me, wash me with the blood of the cross. Wash me through and through today and cleanse me and purify my thoughts. Deep down from my spirit, man, to every part of my soul and throughout my body, I, I plead the blood of Jesus and I ask you to forgive my sins as I stand here before your people. Cleanse me and purify me. And the word I share, it will bring life. It will breathe. Lord, it will bring spirit. And let every word I share, that will be ordained by you. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. That every word and everything I say and present with 
with and to your people, Lord Jesus. It will be afflicting you, glorifying you, and Lord, making your people built up in you, in your spirit, Lord. It will benefit them, oh, Father. So I ask you to, Holy Spirit, to be with me and fill me up again by the power of the Holy Spirit to share what you have laid in my heart to share with your people. Thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. When I share with you tonight, uh, I hope I have the liberty of time. And uh, I'm sorry if I, I, I will be very conscious uh, at the same time, not to take your time that long. But you have to understand my background. Uh, when I say understand my background, I, I am not raised in a Christian family. I am the first one in the family to come to, the know, come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, I come from a Hindu background, and India is a land of religions, and, and you find every sort of religion. In fact, before, before there was any Christian in England or Europe or America, one of the disciples of Christ, our Lord, came to India because during the time of, time of Solomon, there was a remnant of, or there was a, because if you read the Old Testament, you will find that Solomon had a relationship with India during that time, and they, he used to, uh, they, they used to import spices and all kind of perfumes. And in fact, when you read the word, when you read when, uh, I'm, I hope I'm not going out of my text here, I mean, when you read when, when Mary, when she brought the, the alabaster box and uh, the saint, it, the, 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 the root, uh, the, the tree came from India, actually. And in, I found out from the Himalayan region where we live. So during that time, it's, you know, the, the portion of a, a group of Jews migrated to South India and uh, uh, near, near Bombay also. So Thomas came, one of the disciples in the first century came to witness about the Lord, and he died. I mean, he was killed there. Uh, and then Bartholomew came later on. But anyway, India is, is a land of religion. You, you'll find temples after temples, shrine after shrine. You'll find uh, the Hindu temples and Buddhist monasteries and, 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 you know, and uh, Islamic mosques. In fact, India has the second highest number of the population of Islam, Muslims in the world. First is Indonesia, second is India, not even Saudi Arabia or Pakistan. So, so you, you find every, every source. Zoroastrianism is there, Farsism is there. I mean, you know, people who came uh, from other countries brought the religion, and uh, it's, 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 it's a religion. So it's, it's a place of religions. But to, today, uh, uh, when I say that, and you understand the way I understand the Bible, I've been saved for the last 40 years by the grace of God, and, <laughs> you know, falling and rising up, I have been serving the Lord for the last 35 to 38 years in, in the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? So you have to understand, because, because when you go to India, when you go to India, begin to, and so many people have asked me in this U.S. also, how am I going to witness a Hindu or Buddhist man? Or I know it's coming to America. And I was saying the other day, in a, in a church has to be prepared now in America. Not, let me say this, not in the way of American Christianity, okay, 
I'm killing holy cows here. <laughs> they don't allow me. <laughs> They're not in the ways of American Christianity, in the ways that the Lord has projected in the word of God. Okay, so I, I was raised in, in, in the Hindu background, in, in the Hindu family. Uh, from the age of four, I began to worship Hindu gods and goddesses, not knowing who they are and what they are because my forefathers and my mother and father worship that and uh, that was handed down to us and it was because I was the first among the sons it was my duty to get up early in the morning and to wash the copper urn and fill with the holy water and go before the sun and chant the mantra my mother's taught me and come to the worship place in the living room we had and several pictures and idols Pictures of gods and goddesses and idols we had in the room there. And I used to do, I used to offer the incense in the, in the, in the, in the pan. I used to bring a coal and put the incense and call on the name of the gods. And my mother taught me, you should, you should take on the name of every god that you know. And so Jesus was my, one of my gods. And Confucius was one of my gods. Muhammad was one of my gods. Buddha was one of my gods. But my father and mother said, but you always must know that you will never, never ever change your religion. If you change your religion, you are, you, you are turning your back to the whole family and the ancestral. And you should understand when you do that, a curse might come on to you. So, it was my duty early in the morning, get up and, you know, and, and uh, do all the sorts of things. My mother taught me, go before the, these gods and goddesses and light the candles and then, and, 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 and then put the incense in the fire pan and just, and, and I used to rot a small wood of the sandalwood and make a paste and put that paste on my forehead and, and everybody. And I would go to the father and the mother, touch their forehead with my I would sort of touch their feet with my forehead. I asked their blessing. Then I would eat my breakfast and do house chores and go to school. And the evening when I come back and after doing every house chores, you don't understand. My son said, my, my son, Nipe said, well, Daddy, did you, did you cut the grass? Did you have the cow? I mean, they, nowadays they don't know what is cow. I mean, they, all, all they know is their, you know, iPhone and this and that, you know. All the, <laughs> and I used to do all those things coming, you know, taking care of the pigs, taking care of the cows, and then, you know, do all the housework in the evening. And then again in the evening, I used to do this puja. We call it puja. That means we used to do this worship before the, before the gods and goddesses of Hindu religion. And then we, in our village, very few Christians. I come from the northeast India. Uh, it's called the place Darjeeling where the tea comes from. from. And, uh, and uh, it's in the border of Nepal, Bhutan, and uh, Tibet, China, and Sikkim. And south there's Bangladesh. I originally come from, my forefather came from in, in, in Nepali. So we are Nepali Gorkha. Uh, uh, just to let you know where I come from. So what happened was, what is, and then as we grow up, you know, and then I had a big family, four brothers and four sisters, and uh, my father was the only earning member of my family, and uh, 
whatever he would earn as a laborer in the Sincona plantation that he worked in the government factory, he would sometimes spend that money in drinking and gambling. And my mother had a hard time to send us to school to support us, and she would make some homemade wine, and she would, you know, raise pigs and cows and sell them and have some money and to send us to school. So that was my early childhood lifestyle as we grew up, and then, 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 you know, much what happens to to most of the families, uh, and it happened to the family there, that my father and mother didn't get along together very well because my father was drinking and not bringing money enough enough to support us, and they were constantly fighting. That's the only thing I remember, if I remember about my family growing up. So it was it was kind of hard for us to cope up with the situation that was there in the family, and I would. And I would really sometimes question to these gods and goddesses, see, I'm worshiping you every day and every night. I'm doing all the, all the things I've been taught by my parents and taking the footsteps of my parents and worshiping you. But where is the peace in the family? Where is the joy? Where is, where is the family life? But there was none. And these gods and goddesses couldn't answer me because they didn't have the answer. And they were dead gods and goddesses. As, we, as I grew up, when I reached 10th grade, I was attacked by epilepsy. And often I would fall on the ground, have grandma seizure. And uh, my, then, then my second brother, Omar, also had epilepsy. So it's like a, almost like a ran in the family. He had epilepsy, and I had epilepsy, and my father and mother, and they were scared. I mean, we're going to lose two sons, and they would, they would, I mean, during that time, there was not medical, medical help in our village or community, and uh, there was no medicines or no doctors, doctors were very few, when uh, only one doctor came once in a while to give medication, but they took us to the Hindu priests, and to, and a Hindu priest looked at our horoscope, and said, oh, this story is not really lining up at this time of the age of your boys. They need to do this and this. And we, we followed the advice of the priests, Hindu priests, but nothing happened. I, have heard, I had heard several people in, 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 in the village, they would come and some Christian friend was witness to us. There was a one lady especially, she belonged to the Brethren Church there, and we didn't have much many church. One was... A, one church was Anglican church, for the namesake only. They would meet in a Sunday, some little small group. That's all we had. And, and uh, uh, Christianity was looked down because in the history we were taught that it was the religion of the Britishers. And uh, the, this is a foreign religion. We have nothing to do with it. Because the British people ruled, for India for, for, ruled in India for 200 years. And, and it all rolled in the history, what they did to India, how they, how they robbed India, how they, uh, how they really uh, uh, desecrate the culture of India, how they really put down the Indian peoples, and how they tried to force the religion. So it was, it was building up in our mentality, in our mindset, that it is a, it is a religion of the British people, and we have nothing to do with it. And, and everybody was angry at British because of their religion. So... Even though there were churches established, as you go today in India, roam around the nation of India, you'll find 
traditional churches like a Methodist or even Catholic churches, but there are not very many people. But, but the thing is, God, I mean, then, you know, I share with you a story so that you understand, and, 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 and you, you find every kind of religion. By the way, by 2025, the, the population of India will outnumber China. It was in the news just a few days ago. By 2025 or 2023, I'm not sure the year. Right now, we have 1.25 billion people. And thousands of languages are spoken. If you go one, from one state to another state, it's like going from, you know, going from one country to another country. So this, you know, I just want to give it to you. And, that, you know, some of the people have known, oh, India is such and such. You, you know, there is a vast, vast differences among the cultures. And you will find the, the geographic logistics and the, and the geography of the countries. If you go to the south, you have a different uh, geography. If you go north, uh, if you go to the west, you have a different geography or different uh, settings of the uh, land and things. If you go north and north is our area, it's mostly, mostly mountains and where the Himalayan mountains are there and, you, and the third highest mountain is not, not very far from us and the Mount Everest is right there. So, so that's, that's the kind of, I'm going go, giving you a little bit of uh, the background uh, of the India at the same time, my background as well. So we had this epilepsy, and the people began to, well, some of the people friend in, in, in the school when I was growing up began to share with me about the Lord said, no, I, we have nothing to do with this Christianity. I don't like it. And uh, we always looked down because this, we call this is a foreign religion. And I was taught by my parents and taught by our gurus, Hindu gurus. They were taught that the Christian, the Hinduism is the oldest religion in the world and is the religion. So I would argue like that. But the problem in, in the family and the physical sickness is begin to grow. And, 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 and then my parents, as I share with you, took us to the Hindu monk, a Hindu priest. Nothing happened. Then, the, they, then they, they called the Buddhist monk to come to the house. And the Buddhist monk came with all of his paraphernalia. Yeah? He brought his big drum, just like, I mean, not, that's not that kind of drum, big drum. Uh, but, but big drum, he you know, brought his, this... Uh, uh, some kind of, uh, uh, you, you call it trumpet type of things, and began to call on the, their, his, his demons at night. Several people came, called the demons, oh, this demon is angry with you. This, I mean, you know, they, they call it demon, but that's really their gods. That's, that's, this is animistic people who play with the spirit in the, in the heavenly places. So he was calling at the middle of the night, and that lasted till in the morning, 6 o'clock. We were saying there all night long. And he said, you take this thing, what I have prepared, and it's a, it's a, I have put a curse on this one. Go and put it in the crossroad. And whenever people put in the crossroad, you put in early in the morning so that nobody sees it. And I have transferred your cross, curses of sickness of epilepsy over this thing. And whoever steps on the, steps the first Puts his feet, he will have epilepsy and you will be free. I don't know, you have heard that, but that's, that's the practice. There's, there's, there's a hundreds of practices like that if you come to Bhutan and uh, India and Sikkim. So we did that in the morning 
And whenever we would see, I mean, and, and that, that you know, nobody saw that because everybody is not getting up at that moment. So there, we are thinking that somebody would step on that, you know, because it's still dark and that the curse of epilepsy would transfer over them and both of us will be free. Well, the condition grew worse and worse. Nothing happened. So in 73, I finished my high school and then I wanted to go to college. And I went to college. I asked my mother and father, I want to go to college and study there. But they said, we cannot help you. We don't have any money. We cannot help you, but you can go on, and you have to find a job, and you have to help yourself. We cannot buy books for you, but we can send you some charcoal, some rice, some vegetables, and milk. I said, okay, but I, had a, I have a tremendous desire in my heart just to go to college and finish the college, and then I knew after I finished the college, I would get a job a teacher or some kind of a clerk in the office, and then I would get the money, I would support my family. That was my desire, that was my, uh, my, all I could think about at that time. So I went to college and I borrowed most of the books from the library and began to study. And there came a man, a Nepali man, and he began to whisper to me about the Lord Jesus Christ. I, I said, no, I don't want to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ. Because my religion is the greatest religion. I have been worshiping the Lord, uh, worshiping the gods and goddesses every morning and every evening. And he began to share with me about the Lord Jesus Christ in a such a way that I have never heard before. And he began to come to me and said, Gautam, I want to tell you, is there any god or goddesses in the Hindu religion that ever died and rose again? In fact, and then I began to think about it, no. Because idol worship is a really form of worshiping a dead people. Really, because when, when in India, if you, if you come and if you see the picture of their father or mother or God grandfather uh, on the wall and you have some, some sort of garland hanging over there in the pictures, it means they are deity. After they die, they become gods and goddesses. So they really worship idols as a dead as, as, they, as it means in India, murti means to worship a, a dead person. So I said, no. And they said, is there any God who died for the sins of the people, shed their blood, and washed their sins? In fact, no. In every Hindu festival, we have to cut. We have to, in, in, if you go in, in, in Nepal, they, they sacrifice buffalo in India. Uh, goats and and uh, pigs and chicken every 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 time they have any kind of uh, uh, ceremony they have to offer blood sacrifice no no in fact our gods and goddesses want blood of in fact in some of the places in india if you go in the cave they even offer uh, babies as a sacrifice their own babies i'm sharing with you where i'm coming from then he began to make long as he short, he began to share with me about Jesus Christ. He said, you can come with me to the church and I will take you. I went to the church not because I wanted to go to church, because he was my friend that I went to church. And one day, I went a couple of times, I didn't like it, I came out. But one day, I was there, before I went to the church, he was sharing with me, and now it has been now almost four or five months. He's sharing with me the Lord. And he said, Jesus Christ can heal your epilepsy. 
he can heal your epilepsy and he can heal your brother's epilepsy. I mean, to speak in your language is a big deal, you know. I don't care. It's a big deal. Know, so. Our gods didn't, gods and goddesses didn't heal me. How come you're one God who died in the cross? I mean, I, he said he rose again. I don't think so. Where, where bring him? Bring him here. I mean, where is he? Where if it's a, if it's a region, it's alive. Where, where is he? Bring him here. How can he heal me? Where is he? Well, you know that Sunday I went to church with him, and the pastor was preaching like this. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever to heal the sick and to give eternal life to sinners. If anybody wants to receive the Lord Jesus as his or her personal Savior, come forward. And if, if anybody is sick, has a physical problem, if you're being harassed by the demons, come forward, we'll pray for you. I didn't go. I said, it's not for me. I didn't want to go. I was kind of, uh, you know, mad. And why, why he said that Jesus Christ can heal me? Why not? My God and goddesses could not heal me. Where are you? I mean, that kind of question came into my mind. I left. In fact, I went with, I mean, I left and went with my friend, but I went to my room. That evening, before I went to bed, I don't know what happened to me, but it is the Holy Spirit was grabbing hold of me right here, and I could not go to bed. I was like, a, I could not breathe. I mean, it's like a, something is, is, is like an scaffolding. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, stifling, but at the same time, I don't know what, what to do. I said, I don't know what to do. So what I did, I nailed on by the side of my bed. Like this, exactly like this. And I lifted up my hands. Jesus Christ, I heard today. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Heal the sick and give eternal life to sinners. I'm sick. I have epilepsy. My brother is sick. If you have power, heal me and forgive my sins. I repent of my sins. I've been a sinner for so many years. I said that something deep down in my spirit, something happened. It's, Jesus came that night in my room and literally took the spirit of epilepsy out of me. I could literally feel tangibly the, the power of the spirit of God out of me. I felt so light. Then I went to bed that night. So, so nice. And I got up in the morning. It's like, you know, tears may last for the night time. The joy comes in the morning. And you know, I didn't know that I was born again. I mean, I, I, Anyhow, you can use the word born again phrase. And I don't know, but what I knew was Jesus is real. And open my door. I mean, nobody has to tell me. Open my door. And I looked at out of the door. It's the same trees, same road, 
same sky, same air, but I was, I was feeling, I'm stepping out in the new world. It's like everything is new. Everything changed. Exactly the, what the Bible says. Behold, all, all things have passed away. Everything has become new. I did, and then I went to college. And I went to college and told Stephen, I received the Lord Jesus Christ. He came to my room. He healed me. He touched me. And, and I, I, I'm following Jesus. He had a big eye. Huh? I mean, got shocked. And I told my friends, hey, Jesus is, Jesus is the Lord. He's a real God. He lives. He changed my life. He's healed me. And my, my all other friends said, Gautam, you are adding religions after religion. No, it is not the religion. Oh, that's what my heart is today. I want to share with you. Since that time, I've been totally healed. Not a, not a, symptoms of 40 years epilepsy. And my brother, after that, I want to share with you a little bit. But my brother, then then I, after a while, I took a water baptism. I'm taking my, my, my testament. I'm shortening it. I took a water baptism. The pastor was there. And, and, uh, I, and I said, who is, who is going to take a water baptism? And my friend Stephen knew my father and mother was angry because while I, was, I was walking with Christian friends, and he said, you can walk with a Christian friend, have fellowship, but never change your religion. And they said, never baptize yourself. Because baptism is a big thing in Asia and in Muslim countries. The moment you are baptized, the whole world is against you. You may not realize that in USA. You, you, for you, it's a cultural thing, I think. But my Bible says it is an important thing to baptize. As long as you're not baptized, I mean, you're fine. You're fine. You can go to synagogue. You can go to church. You can go to temple. You can go to Buddhist monastery. But the moment you're baptized, you're not going to those things. You know, I mean, to, to temples and Buddhist monastery. It must be because you're worshiping the Lord. And then I, I went to took a baptism. I want to take a baptism. I stupid said, please, don't take water baptism. Your mothers and father are angry. Well, for one month. No. I am going to obey the Lord today. I am going to take water baptism. Whatever it costs. So I went to took a water baptism. That night, I wrote a letter and sent that letter through a vehicle because we didn't have a postal system then. I had to wait for the vehicle in the morning. It would come. Only one taxi would come from that small, you know, four-wheeler old taxi. So I sent the letter, and my parents wrote, read the letter and burned that, tore that letter and burned that letter and said, you are dead for us. You are dead first. We have nothing to do with you. Don't come back home. We don't want to hear from you. You have turned your back on, on us. And you are kick us, okay, kick us on our back. And you have really betrayed us. Betrayed the religions of our forefathers. I, I waited for a few months. No support came. Nothing came from home. During the time how God met every need of my life. Whatever I needed is a miracle after miracle. I don't have time to share with you how God did to me. And then I was staying with this pastor. And after three months, I went home. And I took a, and then I had invited later on some Christian friends to come. I went home. My mother literally said, get out. Don't even enter home. I began, I went inside the room and began to kneel down, pray. My mother said, go out. So I would go out. I would go out. And, and you know, the only time then, then it, I was born, I was baptized in June, and in October, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. In October, in a big convention, listen, in convention, I was the first Christian convention I ever attended was October 1974. 
and I was a volunteer, okay, you know, volunteer taking the water in the can and helping other guests and uh, to find them a place to stay and uh, eat. And I was so hungry for the word of God. And this man was preaching. And finally, at 7 o'clock at, at the evening, I went to listen to him. And there was a, he was preaching in Hindi and another, or English. Another man was interpreting in, in Nepali. I, I sat there and just shook every word. This is for me, Lord. Speak to me. Speak to me. He went on to 12 o'clock at night. Nobody was asleep. Are you asleep here? <laughs> And then God filled me with the Holy Spirit. Then I came home after that three, three months. I began to pray. And my mother literally changed me out of the house. But you know, the joy of the Lord was so strong in me. I mean, he says, the world cannot change me. He can, you know, the world cannot have me. So you know, I was so timid. I was so timid when I was a Hindu. I mean, I was afraid of boys. Young, I was afraid of witch doctor and shamanism because I was afraid they would put a curse on me. But you know, and at night I would not walk through a valley which is dark at night, and people believe in that valley, in the trees, the demon spirits say, and we used to run. But you know what? The spirit of the Lord is upon me. That's like it was in me and on me, and I would walk day and night. I mean, I would shout out in the name of Jesus. I would walk up on the hill, go down the valley, and shout, and then. I had no money. I was more skinnier or blacker than I am now. <laughs> I didn't have clothes. And I didn't have shoes. I had thongs. But I said, I'm going to preach the gospel. Because there was a fire in me. I want to share with the Lord, with the people. And, and I went from the valley going down and go up. and began to share with the gospel and my testimony how Jesus healed me. And he can do the same to you. And let me pray for you. And I went from village to village walking. And then it would come down in the mountain. I had learned a song. It's a famous hymn, you know that. And it's, my heart was so happy. I didn't have lunch. But you know, somebody, Hindu man provided a glass of tea. And they were just like giving, you know, in the village, it's like having a lunch. So I came down and I was preaching the gospel and sharing my testimony. People listened to and began to pray. And I was so afraid of this, 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 uh, this uh, witch doctor I was sharing with you earlier because they can put a curse on you. And one day I was in the village going down in the village and, and, and there were a group of people. I was sharing with them and this one of the witch doctors came and he began to look at me like this. He had a big eyes. I feel like, I mean, he's really mad at me. I mean, you don't want to hear them. He's really mad at me. And he had a long dot over here, long line of dot. And he has a long hair, white dress, and looking at me like big, big, with big eyes. And the Spirit of the Lord just came upon me and said, And you also, God can heal you and change your life if you want to believe in Jesus. He said, Can you pray for me? I have a headache. Yes, I'll pray for you. Hallelujah. I'll pray for you. And laid my hand on him and began to pray in the name of Jesus, be healed. And he said, how do you feel? I'm healed. I don't have a headache anymore. Hallelujah. Yeah. Came down to my home. And, 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 and my, I, thank you, sir. And my, I brought my friends, Stephen, others. And, and my brother, Omar, was about to, I mean, he had a, Grandma's teacher every week. And I said, come on here. And, and I, I brought him out. 
Nobody saw. My family didn't see. My parents didn't see. We laid hand, and in the name of Jesus, get out. Get out. Leave him. The Lord he healed him totally. And right now, my brother Omar, Becky knows, and Sister Susan, he is in Delhi, kicking the devil left and right, pastoring a church. They have a two churches, a lovely church, and, and doing the work of the Lord by the, it's, it's by, by the grace of God. Forty years later now, there was not a single Pentecostal or charismatic tongue-talking church. There's none one. We started a, our home fellowship in 1974. My most, my, all my brothers and sisters are saved now, serving the Lord. <laughs> Family saved, gave their hearts to the Lord. And in Mangpu, in the tiny village, I mean, spread out, but we call it tiny village, but there was a, not a single church. We have 14 churches now in that area. And Buddhists and Hindus are coming to the Lord in, in, in a miracle way, in a powerful way. In India, you do not talk religion. You do not even talk Christian religion. My, my gospel sharing is all changed nowadays. I don't, I don't go out and preach, the, preach Christianity. I say, I preach Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. It is not Christianity. Christianity is a religion. Jesus is a revelation. Hallelujah. That, and that's the way. And and and, uh, and I go. I begin to pray. I'm, I'm, the power of God is moving in such a way. The Lord is moving in such a way. The Spirit of God is moving in such a way. I have been discovering in the the truth of the Bible, the truth of the Spirit of God is so powerful. And I've seen. And I know you cannot talk the Indians people who have the mindset of the religion. I mean, they can go. They can do religion. All day long, they can fast. All day long, they can get up early in the morning and early in the morning, four o'clock, take a cold shower and they, they fast all day long, two days, they can fast. They can do all the religious work yet miss heaven. You can tell them about the Christianity. They'll look at you and say, it's a religion. But they want to see the power of God in their personal life. Just like me. Just like me. And if Jesus came. And that's all the Bible talks about. Hallelujah. Jesus coming into the world. And now even when he went back to heaven, the power of the Holy Spirit with us. To do mighty works, signs and wonders in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to make and I want to share something to you. And then I want to, I want to, I want to just close down. I want to share a few testimonies. In 1994, that was years later, we've been ministering. I just want to share how God is working in that region. It's a difficult place to work, really. Well, the demon powers are so strong. The Hindus' temples are all over there. Shamanism and witch doctor. And the, we call Lama, if you go to Bhutan, Lamas are the distorted form of Buddhism who live in, in a, such a place, such a place, they, take, they even change their form. They can become a tiger or they can become a, become a lion or leopard. They go and do the work and there's a powerful people and they, they can do all sorts of things in heavenlies. How do you preach Jesus? How do you communicate Jesus? How do you present Jesus? 
by our simple theology, I mean, by our Baptist religion or Pentecostal religion, Methodist religion, or what? What Christian religion? No, you have to preach Jesus by the power of signs and wonders that Jesus Christ is living. Paul said like this here. He said, when I come to, came to your brothers, did not come pro proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech of wisdom, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ, Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness, in fear, and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in plausible words of your wisdom, but in demonstration in the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit, and power, so that your faith might not rest in the wisdom or the philosophy or the religion of men, but in the power and person and miracle of the Lord Jesus Christ, who sacrificed himself on the cross of Calvary. He sent the Holy Ghost, and he's in us and with us and over us. In 1994, I went to my pastors who baptized me. And then what happened was, I was preaching. I had my nephew Edmund was worshiping. And there was the power of the God was moving. Holy Spirit moved mightily. And he brings his son-in-law, who has been in drug for so many years, who is drinking. And, and they tried to bring him to the church. He wouldn't come. He would go to the, to, to, with young people to party. And he would not come to the cottage meeting. We call a house just like it was a live group, a cottage meeting. He wouldn't come to the prayer meeting. And he, he said, he's, he's pain in the neck. We cannot. And several things happened. Hindus came and they were delivered. Power of God moved. Even the Hindus were fallen in the power of God. And you know how it, and then he, 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 they brought him. And when he, they brought him, he was such a mess. And I, we were about to finish the service. And I just, he was just on the wall there. And then we Few of us went, they began to pray. He, he just fell down, just like a paper. And they had to pick him up to take him home. Next morning, they brought him. And I asked him, Raju, come forward and uh, tell us what God did to you last night. He, I gave him the microphone. He says, uh, 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 uh. He falls down and he fell down. <laughs> I, uh, we, we pick him up again. Tell us what God did in our life. He opens his, opens his mouth, uh, uh, and he fell, uh, he fell down again. Now, that Raju now, he finished three years Bible college. Hallelujah. Now, he's building churches in Nepal and so many churches and establishing churches. God is moving in and through him to do signs and wonders in a remote area near, near the Mount Everest. He's working there in Nepal now because God is using him because the power of God changes life. In the later, in, in the next year, 1995, I was in Siliguri, and, and uh, some people came from Sikkim, West Sikkim, or Sumbaria, and they were looking for me. And my sister says, um, "My brother is gone to the post office." And then two two elder came, and he said, so "They came to the post office." They say, "Uncle, Uncle, we're looking for you. And why? And we need to go, and we have a crusade tonight in Sikkim. Oh, how how far? It's about two and a half hours. We have a taxi. We'll take you." Okay, let's pray. We prayed in the post office, and they said, let's go. And we went. And that night, he had made a small, small place to in a stage, and for the worship, we were worshiping. I began to pray to the, to the Lord, Lord, do something. And the Hindu people are there in the night, the crusade there, and, and I began to preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I preached, and I said, how many of you want to receive Jesus tonight? He is the real God. None of them came forward. I said, Lord, what to do? 
And the Lord said to me, ask the people, those who are sick, ask them to stand up and pray for them. And I, and I said, how many of you are sick and in the body and want to receive the Lord Jesus Christ? Almost the whole crowd stood up. And I began to pray in the name of Jesus. Come forward. And they line up. They line up. I, 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 first, I prayed. I prayed in the name of Jesus. I cast out demons spirit. I cast out evil spirit. I cast out sickness and disease in the name of Jesus. May your spirit come, Lord, and touch them, heal them, deliver them. And I went down and laid my hand on them and I began to pray. Every one of the Hindu people are falling down. Doom, 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 falling down. I mean, on the mud ground, they're falling. And they're not getting up. It's like they're sleeping. Five minutes pass. Ten minutes pass. Fifteen minutes pass. Twenty minutes pass. Nobody's getting up. <laughs> and I asked the worship team, continue to worship. We began to worship. And, and slowly one girl stood up. And I, and I, well, I went to the microphone after the worship. I said, how many of you, can you get up? How many of you want to, uh, how many of you want to tell that God touched you and God healed you? One lady came, Hindu girl came. He, she came, he's a young girl, wonderful, beautiful, beautiful sister, beautiful girl. She came. And I gave her the microphone. You know, when I was on the ground laying down, Jesus appeared to me. He took me to hell first. He showed me everything. Then he took me to heaven and showed everything. And he, then he asked me, where do you want to go, my child? And she said, I want Jesus. I want Jesus. I, want I laid my hand on her. Immediately she fell down, began to speak in tongues. And speaking in tongues, 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 and whole night, whole day. And we've been there for three, for three days and three nights. He didn't eat. She didn't eat anything. She didn't drink anything. But he began to speak in tongues. Her parents came to me. What happened to my, what did you do to my daughter? I didn't do anything to your daughter. It is the spirit of the Lord who did it. And you know what happened? Next day, whole, whole crowd. How many of you want to love the Lord? They came running to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. The next night, the next night. See how God is working. It is, it is not Christianity. This is what I want to share my heart today. When we go, we must go in the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. We must go in the spirit of the Holy Spirit. We must demonstrate the power of God oh, wherever we go. Not by might, not by power. By my spirit, says the Lord. And you know, we do not live with the, we do not live with the region. We need to have the vision of God. We do not do anything in compromise. If there is a religion in the program, but I would say we must live by the revelation of Jesus Christ, who is really, not by your, your, your our rituals and our tradition, but we must live by the truth. We have heard be preached many times, you know, and worship the Lord and, and worship the Lord in spirit and truth. So many times and Jesus said the Samaritan woman the, woman the same thing. But what it means to worship the Lord in the spirit and truth, it is really the demonstration power of God. And that is what the world is waiting for. I know it is going to take the power of God to change India, to change America, to change China, to change South America, Central America, to change across the nation is the power and the demonstration of the Holy Spirit is the miracle of God. Not theology is good. I've gone to Bible school. 
They gave me a doctorate degree in India. Thank you, Lord, for that. But it's, it's nothing. You can, you can analyze the epistles of the Powell and get your PhD and DD and whatever you want to get. You can analyze the scripture of four gospels. You can do a PhD from Ezekiel or Isaiah. You can get a revelation. But you know, it's unless and until the Spirit of the Lord moves in you and through you, and then the, unless God reveals a revelation, you cannot live by your Christianity. We must live by Christ and His power. Do not be limited by your Sunday service. Your youth meeting, or they say, all are good. But you know, if there is no, there is no spirit, there is no power manifesting, we have problem after problem. It's culminates. But when God comes, he seeks those who are really hungry and thirsty, passionate for Christ. And I pray to God, Lord, not, I mean, I, mean, I tell the people, I have no ministry. Gautam Shila has nothing, zeal, zit, unless the God gives me. It is him and he working through me and all glory and honor and praise only through the Father and, and bringing the benefit to the body of Christ. It is God who is working in us and we must realize that. We, we study, I mean, you know, in America, in English, how many translations you have, how many things you have, you study so much, your head is big and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Your heart is sinking, sinking and sinking and sinking. You have a spiritual autism. We do. The power of God is unlimited. The spirit of God is unlimited. I pray to the Father. The last breath I have in this, in the flesh and blood here, in the earthen vessel. Till the last breath I have, Father, I want to run after you. Fill with me with the passion of God. And let the people know the purpose of God in and through me. Unless until we have the passion of God. We cannot know the purpose of God. We have so many books of the world doing the purpose of God. But I want to ask you, do you have the passion of God? Unless God reveals you through his spirit and revelation. Unless God is births you that in you. And how we, how we can do it? It's a, it's a longing after him. It's a yearning for him. It's a knowing him, going after him and saying, Father, I cannot do it. I said, I cannot do it in Sikkim, in Somalia. I said, I cannot do it. No people came forward. I preached. But when I, when I obey the Lord, let the power of God come. And so many things happening in, that, in, in this way. I want to share one story. I'm going to close because I know you're time conscious. In Bhutan, preaching of the gospel is prohibited. In the country of Bhutan, we have a map. Sister Sanju and, and Becky will show you. You are not allowed to have any church building there. But you know, in our first women conference, the Bhutanese women were the highest. 300 Buddhist women came in 2001. We have right now in Bhutan over 30,000 Christians. 30,000 Christians. That is almost more than 10% because the Buddhist country has about a million only. Million people only. And then you cannot even proselytize. You cannot go preach. And if you do that, you'll, you'll, put, you'll be put in jail. And, and several pastors have been in jail. My friends have been in jail. And then what, what happened was, I want to share with you a story. Most of the people in Bhutan, the Buddhists, the Hindus, the priests, the monks, they have come to know the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the signs and wonders of Jesus Christ. By the power and the demonstration of the Holy Spirit. 
there was a lady. I want to share this story with you. And I'm going to close this to line up with what Paul was saying. She was visiting one of her friends in the village in Chirang. If you see Chirang, it's in northeast. And this friend, when she was visiting, began to share with her the gospel secretly. And she had problems in her life. She has sickness. I mean, she has some kind of sickness and physical problem. She has a problem. And, and this, this group of ladies who, who met her and began to counsel and pray with her and laid hand on her, and she was healed. And she gave her life to, to the Lord and committed her life. And she didn't tell that to her husband because she says, if you share that, it will be a disaster. So at night, she went with this pastor and other group at night in the, because you cannot baptize them openly. So he sent at night in the river, she was baptized. She came back, and the next day, she didn't want to hide that. And I said, she said, share that with her husband. He said, I have received the Lord Jesus Christ. I've become Christian. What do you think? It is okay? It is okay? I've been baptized. And her husband was so mad. He cursed her. He get out of this house. Get out. He kicked her. You have nothing to do with me, with this family. Go to wherever you have come from. Go. Don't come here. And she went to her mother's parents' house, which is about four or five hours by taxi. She stayed there. She didn't say anything. She just said, I've come to here to visit you. Within a matter of three days, her husband in Thimpu and in Chirang began to be sick. He had a headache. He had, and then he had ache in his, in his throat and in his back. Then his stomach. Then he, get, he began to have a leg problem. So his parents took him to the doctors and gave him medicine. Nothing happened. And then they took him to doctors, I mean, to the Hindu priests. And most importantly, they took him to the highest monk in Bhutan. Highest monk who has, they believe, who has a, a lots of power. And if he really lays hand or says something else, people can be healed totally. So he was, his condition growing worse and worse. So they took him here to the highest Buddhist monk. Nothing happened. Slowly, one month passed. Month and a half passed. He, he's not getting better. He's sick. He cannot eat. He cannot digest his food. It's pain all over his body. Her, his wife found out that he's sick, and she came back hurriedly. She loved him so much. She went the house. She came inside the house. She was, he was sitting there. He said, I heard you. I came back. May I pray for you in the name of Jesus? He said, no. Because you became Christian, you brought curse in my family, in my house. You took foreign religion. Get out of here. Don't come. No, don't come here. So she left. After three months, it's been a three months, he was bedridden. They tried everything. He went to the monks, which doctor, Hindu priest, took, he went to the doctors, but he could not eat. He is bedridden. He cannot even move. He cannot get himself out of the bed. And he thinks now, Anyway, I'm going to die. But I will try my wife's God if he can heal me. Let me see. Well, I'll try. That's the last resort he had. 
So he calls and sends word for his wife, and she, she came home. I said, could you pray for me in the name of your God, whoever this God is? And she kneels down by the side of, her, of his bed, puts her, puts her hand on the feet of her husband, and she begins to pray in the name of Jesus. I mean, you can call, calling on the name of Jesus. Jesus, come and heal my husband. Show yourself. You're a strong God. You died and rose again. You have the power over death. Hallelujah, Lord. And then, and, 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 and Lord, take out all the demon spirit from this house. Let the house be holy and pure. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus. And love him. Let him know that you love him. And I pray that you, you heal him now in the name of Jesus. And she gets up. Would you give me a glass of water? And she brings a glass of water. And he drinks. He couldn't drink. It's a hard to swallow. He swallows very well. Then he moves his head. There's no pain in here. And then he tries to lift his head. He, he began to lift up his head. Then in a matter of few minutes, he puts his feet down on the floor from the bed. And he said, can you give me a hand? She gives him a hand. She and, and pulls him out. He begins to get up and began to walk slowly. And he says, he says, your God, your God is real God. Your God is true God. Your God, I will follow your God. No matter what it takes, I will follow your God. Your God is true God. Your God is real God. Your God is living God. I'll follow. He came to the Lord. After a few months, we brought him down to our school of ministry in, in Siliguri. And now he's a pastor, a pastor of a house church in Chira, leading a wonderful two, three groups. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. That's what Paul says. He says, he says again, and I'm going to close it. And I was with you in weakness and in, me, in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom. You have to understand the background of the Corinthians. What kind of people they were. What kind of philosophy and religion they were deep down. And you know you have to understand about Pharisee, Pharisee, Paul. What he's saying here. And he's saying, my message were not in the plausible words of wisdom, but in the demonstration of the Holy Spirit and of power. So that your faith might not rest in the wisdom and the philosophy and the religion of people and all religion. But in the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of God. So that God be glorified. And your his name be lifted up. And Jesus, if I be lifted up, hallelujah, I'll draw men to me, hallelujah. That's what God requires of us and expects of us. How do we do that? Being passionate for Jesus. Pray for me that I will stay the same. I pray, Lord, nothing else I would desire in my life. As long as I have the breath in the earthen vessel to go after you, to do what you bid me to do. And as the waters cover the sea, so the glory of the Lord and the wisdom of the Lord and the knowledge and the beauty of the Lord will cover the whole earth. And that is my passion. That everywhere I go, that I'll bring Jesus Christ in the power of the resurrection of the resurrection spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the people will see that Jesus Christ, that the Lord Jesus is real. They will come to know Jesus. And I'm believing it's going to happen in India, not by mind, not by religion, not by Methodist, not by Baptist or Pentecostal, but by the Spirit of the Lord. And I'm going to, I'm, I'm prophesying, I will see in the length and breadth of India, the power of God is moving and coming. And you know what? Right now in our, in our area, 
Thousands of people are coming to the Lord. Every month there is a baptism. We just had four crusades. And four crusades, so many people were healed in the endures area. And now we have started two more new churches because of the crusade. And I'm expecting more. You know why? Because Jesus lives. He is, he is alive. He is the yes, same yesterday, today, and forever to heal the sick, to give eternal life to sinners. And he's living today right here in this place. Amen. And later on, I can pray for you if you would like to. But this time, I want to give this microphone to Sister Tracy. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Thank you. Well, wait. Before you go, I really want you to pray over us. Can you pray for us? Because we're a house of prayer, and we're also a house of evangelism. So would you pray the power of God and the anointing that you walk in? I just want you to, to you guys, just lift your hands as he prays for us. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, I consider it as a great privilege to pray over your people of his storehouse, the leadership, the pastors, and these people who have lifted their hands. They're hungry for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray, Lord, a great desire to know you more, a great desire to walk with you in intimacy and fellowship with you. More than their next breakfast, more than their next lunch or dinner, more than their religion, Father God, more than the, to please the people, that they will look to you to please you at the cost of anything. At any cost, Lord, they will walk in this anointing. Father, I pray and I decree and I release your anointing right now. The anointing of the Holy Spirit right now, right now. Lift up your hands, brothers and sisters. Receiving faith. Receiving faith, receiving faith, receiving faith. Those who are hungry, Bible says, those who are hungry and thirsty shall be, shall be full, shall be full. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pronounce your blessings. Lord, those who are hungry, fill them, fill them by your power of the Holy Spirit. Shatter them from the top of their head to the of their head to the bottom of feet right now. From the innermost being of their spiritual man to every part of their soul and even to their physical body. And Father, I pray right now if there is any sick, if there's any people who are demon possessed here, oppressed, whatever it is, if demonic power is influencing them, Lord God, in, de in, the, in their dreams, in their walk, any sickness in the body, be healed now in the name of Jesus. Be healed now. Fill them with the mighty Holy Spirit. Fill them with the mighty Holy Spirit. Give them the passion for souls. Give them the passion for souls. Give them the passion for souls. Let it burn. Let it burn. Let it burn in their heart. Let it burn in their spirit right now. Let them rest day and night. Let them not be limited by what they see and what they feel. Seemingly religious things be cast out right now. They will be more hungry and hungry and thirsty and thirsty for a kingdom. For the anointing of God. And they will know that with the power, without the power of God, they cannot do anything.
because it is not by might and by power, not by wisdom of man or philosophy of man or religion of Christianity, but by the power of the Holy Spirit. By your anointing. So I pray God in the name of the Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach, let your anointing fill. There's a lady, I don't know your name, but there is a pain in her stomach. Lower stomach. It's been there for a long time. God is healing you right now, touching you. There's a lady who has a problem in the neck. God is touching you right now. There's a young man who has been bewildered in your situation. You do not know what to do. You've been in a crossroad right now. The Lord is saying, listen to my voice, my son. I have a plan for you is not a plan of death but a plan of life there's a man who has a you had a yearning in your spirit you want to serve the lord you want to go with with him but there is a pull of the world in your life there is a young man there's a pull in the there is a there's a great demand from the world attraction it's a time of decision God is burning right now, burning, burning. I, I, I can see, I can feel the Spirit of God coming right now. It's like a fire coming upon you. It's, it's like a fire, fire, fire. Well, I, I, I pray fire of God from the throne of God right now. There is, a, there is a woman here at one time you decided to end your life. You, con you, con you contemplated suicide. The Lord saved you. The Lord saved you not for your goodness, but for his goodness. Hallelujah. For his love, for his kingdom. The Lord is saying to you at night now tonight, bring your problems to me. Bring your problems to me. Young man and old man, all. He sees your heart. Some of you are failing in business. God says, I'm going to restore your business if you give your heart totally to me. Hallelujah. 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 Father, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, Yeshua, hey, Messiah. Let your power fall upon my brothers and sisters in this storehouse. Let your anointing saturate them. Mighty anointing of the Holy Spirit. That they will win people for the kingdom of God. They will, be they will be saturated with the fat of the Lord. The power of the Holy Spirit. And they will not settle for less. Lord, I pray this. I pray this, Lord. I pray this, Lord. I pray this, Lord. I pray this, Lord. Right, right now. Come, Holy Spirit. Touch them, Lord. Thank you for this, brothers and sisters. In Jesus' name, I speak these blessings upon them. Amen. Amen. Thank you. God bless you. Pastor Tracy.